in the name of Jesus. Amen. What a marvelous evening, especially after such a tumultuous year. I wondered whether we would be able to gather like this, and in so doing, I thought of the shepherds this night, all alone, out in the fields and away from their family. So maybe, just maybe, we better appreciate the intimate setting of this evening, especially as many of us, with us, live streaming, those around the world still unable to gather together with loved ones. And so tonight, this, this holy night, we have heard once again the, the old, old story of Jesus and his love poured into our very ears the story of, of how our Lord Jesus Christ was, was born. And it's a story that needs telling. It's a story that needs retelling that our children may remember and never forget. That all of us may remember and, and adore it with sincerity of heart that we may never forget. This night should teach us to thank and praise our Lord and God for his tremendous blessing because of who we are, poor, wretched, cursed people. And in the midst of that, we've been granted a, a great honor. The honor of becoming one in flesh and blood with the Son of God. Did you catch that? The true joy of Christmas is that God has become our very brother, our very flesh and blood. And you need this joy, don't you? Perhaps loss of employment, sheltering in place, restrictions upon your life because of being flesh and blood. As a matter of fact, you probably don't think too kindly of your humanity right now. Death, lingering at your door, waiting and worrying that that COVID shoe is going to kick you in your behind. But don't you see? Your Lord descends from heaven to live and breathe and die in the same flesh that you have. This is the true miracle story of Christmas. Think of it this way. Jesus could have been born as anything he so desired. As my family well knows, my favorite Christmas song is actually, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yes, I know it's not about Jesus or the real reason for Christmas, but it is about pure, childlike joy. And I suppose Jesus could have been a hippopotamus, but I'm not sure how that would help, other than maybe you could keep him in your two-car garage. Jesus could also have been that jetpack guy that's been spotted flying around Los Angeles. Jetpack Jesus! Got a nice ring to it. But again, I'm not sure what that would really do for you and me, other than give us something else to read or watch on our phones. Jesus 
being God, could have been born as anything he so desired. So let's get a little more serious, shall we? Jesus could have become an angel. After all, angels are indeed more glorious creatures than we are. At least it sure seems that way from Scripture. And sadly, we glorify them. We even speak of our loved ones who have died as becoming angels, especially when we speak of children. But this is far from scriptural truth. To be fair, angels serve God and are his messengers, which should make you think of of Gabriel here in our crash. Gabriel and the wonderful news that he brought to Joseph and Mary, it should also make you think of the the whole heavenly host, the host of angels that appeared to the shepherds on this holy night. So if angels are so amazing, and we talk about people becoming angels, which is not true, if angels are so amazing, why did Jesus not just become one? In Colossians 2 verse 18 We are even warned from God's holy word, warned against praying to and worshiping angels. So it's probably good that Jesus didn't become an angel. Nor did Jesus become a devil, an evil spirit, although many people play with Ouija boards, trying to get a message from the great beyond, go to have their palms read, or read their horoscope in the paper on their smart devices each day, hoping and expecting to find a better word or more hope than what Jesus actually brings in his word. But he didn't. Jesus didn't become a hippopotamus. Jesus didn't become the jetpack guy. Jesus didn't become an angel or a spirit who supposedly brings special or new revelation apart from God's word. Jesus became a human, just like you. Jesus came to earth to be you, to be human. That's how important you in your flesh are. That's how important humanity actually is. Do you start to see it now? The true miracle of Christmas and what we need to teach our children? This Jesus, born in such a humble way. Born in a, in a barn. Not in a beautiful maternity room, a nice, clean, disinfected hospital a barn where the animals are kept, dung all around him, and you can only imagine what that smelled like. Enjoy the incense. No crib for Jesus. No diapers. No binky or pacifier. No place to lay his head other than the feeding trough. That which was used for animals, that was his first bed on earth. You see that Jesus, he had everything before as the Son of God, and he descended to earth. He gave all that up for you, for your very life that you so often complain about. I must admit that as a child, I'd go to Christmas services with my family. But while I sat there in the pew, my my thoughts were often elsewhere. I was thinking about 
Hey, what gifts are waiting under the tree for me back home? What will Santa bring me? What did mom and dad give me? Because I had made my list. I had checked it twice. And I had tried really hard not to be naughty and instead be nice. How much more should we think about the humanity of Jesus? What he gave up and did in becoming a human rather than what we want. We are sinners. This is true. And we want Christmas on our terms. We want our Christmas wish list fulfilled. We want it gift wrapped. And we want everything to be perfect and memorable. But, but here comes Jesus. And he comes to a tree. But not a nicely decorated one that we have here in our sanctuary or you probably have in your homes. You see, out of this deep and abiding love for you, Jesus became human so that he could perfectly keep God's law and demands, something you and I can't. And he had to be a human, not just to do that, but also upon that Christmas tree to die. Noodle on that, would you? Thus he is called Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, he who saves And he humbles himself to the point of death. And the gifts under Jesus' tree, they flow from his cross. For that tree for him was a tree of death. But for us, the tree, the tree means life. And the gifts that Jesus gives under his tree for you, forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. Baptism that actually does something and continues to do something for you. His body and blood and simple bread and wine. His word of precious absolution to hear and know that you, that you are forgiven. That you have a hope. That you have a future. That even though one day you will die a physical death, Just as Jesus himself bodily has risen from the grave, and just as Jesus now yet lives as a human in heaven, so shall you. John tells it exactly like it is from our epistle reading for this wonderful night. He says, the love of God was made manifest among us. He sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. So you live. You live. Because this Jesus, who was born in such a humble way, because he chose to become like you, not a hippopotamus, not a jetpack guy, not an angel, or a future mumbo-jumbo secret revelation teller, Jesus became human, just like you. Because of that, you are exalted and honored above all of God's creation. So have no fear, little flock. The hairs on your head have been numbered by your heavenly Father. He knows your needs and will provide for you. And even your days are written in his book of life. The Lord knows whether you will die from COVID or cancer or a car accident or whatever it shall be, but you will yet live. 
to marvel, would you? Marvel at this glorious mystery once again this Christmas. Teach this to your children. Share the love of Christ with your neighbor in your words and actions. For the light of Christ yet dawns upon you. You have been saved. What a marvelous evening. In the name of Jesus.